Welcome to the Logcast. Uh, I'm here once again, your host, David Jones. And joining me today is the ever-dedicated... Jeffrin Perez. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I hope everyone's enjoying their, well, in the States anyway, enjoying their four-day weekend. And f- being full of lots of turkey and pumpkin pie and mashed potatoes and yeah. all that good stuff. Hopefully you all had a great Thanksgiving, and then uh, anyone else, I hope you had a good week. <laughs> Whatever it is you do in places who don't stuff their face with turkey and potatoes this time of yeah. year. <laughs> Although I have seen in uh, the UK that they, they do somehow have a Black Friday, I think. So <laughs> hopefully you all had a safe Black Friday. It's not yeah. as crazy as it is here. Maybe the appropriate Thanksgiving, too, and just call it, like, Turkey Day. <laughs> So like well, <laughs> well, all those people on the other side of the pond are eating turkey. Why can't we do it now? That's a good point. Yeah, I would it. do it. Yeah, let, let's just <laughs> like Thanksgiving food. I think is pretty universal. You should just eat it, regardless yeah. in the world, regardless as if the holiday has any meaning to you whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, how was your Thanksgiving, Jeff? It was great. I spent it with my wife and her family, and uh, pretty traditional. Early afternoon, late afternoon mm-hmm. lunch, uh, dinner, and uh, watched football, and yeah, it was pretty, pretty good low-key day. How about you? Uh, about the same. Uh, we had it with my wife's uh, second cousin's family, and okay. some of their extended family, and we just pretty much played uh we played uh munchkin before <laughs> i don't know if you've ever played that game we played that no, before I'm not yeah. it's it's like uh i'm sure clay would know what this is because he's a big game guy it's like it's like sort of a cartoonified D D. it's a really easy to learn with cards gotcha so but it takes the sort of like oh Fun. you're on a board in a dungeon you open a door and then you like play cards to battle the monsters and stuff like that and it's nice kind of more humorous mm-hmm. so yeah we just so we just played like played some board games and ate ham and turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and we spent the night over there and then we came back today not today we came back yesterday and then i just kind of like crashed and watched a movie and then i woke up today and i was like oh cool we're doing a we're doing a podcast (laughs) yeah 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 yesterday i didn't do any black friday shopping or anything like that i just uh it was the big rivalry football game between Washington and Washington State, so I uh, I watched that for a bit, and uh, um, Washington State did not do too well, so it was a bit of a oh. bummer of a day. But um, we had some other family, some of my, Mandy's, I forgot she's been on the show, everybody knows her, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, some of Mandy's family, uh, her cousins and, and aunts and uncles and stuff were in town, so they came over in the evening, and we all hung out and had some drinks stuff like that mm-hmm. cool so cool crazy crazy day <laughs> so we, we pretty much all had the standard thanksgiving yeah, yeah basically <laughs> ate food and hung out with extended family yep <laughs> but uh yeah and then here we are yep middle of a four-day weekend here we are um, i know I, I keep thinking it like I, I when i woke up today i have expected it to be like me getting ready for work it's like i've had two days off already yeah. like, wait there's two more Sweet. yes yeah and i ended up i ended up with two extra days off because i've been sick i had to go to the emergency room oh. so but i'm i'm doing better I'm on on medicines oh, good to hear <laughs> yeah some sort of yeah. over reaction of the immune system good times mm-hmm. well glad, glad you're feeling better and hopefully you're continuing to do so yeah <laughs> eat more turkey Definitely take a help. six day it'll take a six day weekend <laughs> i would say i'm jealous but then again you were sick so i'm not really jealous of that. yeah yeah i mean it, it's a trade-off it yeah was, it was a pretty miserable couple days but i'm i'm doing better well awesome so yeah. i guess now that we've bored everyone with what we did on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Shall we move on to the news, if there is even any this week? Yeah, we can do that. I think uh, it may end up just being that the news is our topic, but if, uh, if you can think of anything else beyond See, that. See, I, I kind of threw that out there in the hopes that you'd been paying more attention than I and had missed something. 
Mm. No, I think I think the news is our topic. I, I I think of all of our other studios we cover, I don't know that there was anything really shown or announced. Been been a little quiet in that department. Yep. Um, um, I feel like there's, I mean, some really probably semi-unrelated like NX rumors, probably. Or I'm sorry, Switch rumors. <laughs> But, you know, nothing that really we, we always have to stretch our scope to cover in the first place. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, I don't know that there was that that much. There may be a price with it, and that's about yeah, the prices, biggest news I can think of. <laughs> I think the Zelda, there was a rumored release date of Zelda for, I think, like, it was either May or June or something like that. I think June. Yeah. So Which, like you know, that. that's really not too bad. It's better than another full year. I guess. Mm-hmm. Just the standards. Oh, oh, the Mario RPG, um, Raving Rabbids crossover rumor. Uh huh. I haven't even heard that one. Yeah, that might be a launch <laughs> title. Apparently. That would be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, so that's like the rumored launch titles are in 3D Mario, uh, Raving Rabbids, Skyrim, and like Just Dance or something like that. Huh, and, okay. then, and then you well, then later on the then you'll get you know later on in the year Zelda Mario Eight port oh so Splatoon was about launch as well possibly as a pack in and then the, okay. the rumors well this is all rumored so but I'm just yeah at this point all this stuff continually seems to be accurate so I'm putting a little bit more stock in it than I did like stuff a few months ago yeah I mean yeah. we're so close a lot of these rumors got to be <laughs> based on something and then I think throughout the rest of the year it's going to be like you know Smash Brothers port. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, possibly Xenoblade Chronicles X port, possible Mario Maker port, um, pretty much Mario 8 Kart 8 port, pretty much everything that came out for the Wii U <laughs> that a lot of people probably missed out on because it was too late on is probably going to get ported over. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, but it, it it's a really smart business move. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah they, they didn't get the sales they needed with those titles. They need to earn back some of that, excuse me, some of that money. Yeah. And I'm, all, and I'm all right with it. Um, it just it means I'm going to have to buy it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't have most of them on the Wii U. I have Mario Maker and Mario 3D World, yeah. and that's it. So, for me, it's actually... <laughs> I'm not having to do the typical Nintendo double dip. Yeah. Uh, as, as long as they th- like throw in like enhancements and new content, I think I'm okay with it. As long as it's not... Right. Like a yeah, I, I, they're pretty good about that, yeah. I'd say. Even so more Smash Brothers characters. <laughs> we can dream I, I think that there's got to be at this point because that's kind of like what the rumor is that they're holding um, the amiibos for uh, is it Bayonetta and one of the other DLC characters they haven't noticed oh, right. yet yeah. so the rumor is like oh they're going to they're going to be included in the amiibo wave with whatever new characters were announced for the Switch version well that would be yeah. that would be cool that would be cool <sighs> but yeah that's our sort of vaguely unrelated news yeah but uh, the real big news this week, and basically our topic for the week, is on Tuesday, as Rare normally puts out an inside story one week, or a, uh, um, what is it, the quick quick haul, short haul, um, alternating weeks. Haul. Yeah. Um, this week was an inside story week, and for their inside story, they announced the Insider Program for Sea of Thieves. Dun, and dun, that dun, is, dun. yeah, that is huge news. That is the whole program behind their beta tests and getting uh, feedback for the game and, and getting it into gamers' hands early. Um, so they announced it in that video on Tuesday and then a, a subsequent website post and, and forum post. Um, and so in the video it was Joe Neat, executive producer, and Bobby, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your last name, Bobby. It is Lamarand. And, uh... Bobby uh, L. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their engagement manager. Mm. And, uh, who I hung out with throughout the entire (laughs) time I was at Rare. So, sorry, Bobby. Um, but, yeah, the two of them kind of discussed it and talked about what they're looking to do with it and and how it's going to work a little bit. Um, and so they announced that Tuesday of this week, and uh, through the Sea of Thieves website, there's a, 
a link, cfthieves.com slash insider, and once you are there, you can sign up for it um, by filling out a eh, five to ten minute survey about your gaming habits and uh, giving a verified email address. Mm-hmm. It was good times. I signed yeah. up. Yeah, I signed up as quickly <laughs> as I could. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Then I got the, then I was like biting my fingernails waiting for the confirmation or email. I'm like, did I put my email address in wrong? Where is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, mine went to my <laughs> spam folder, and I yeah. didn't think to check it for whatever reason. I was just like hitting no, refresh on my inbox. Mine took a while to get to me because I forget how I have. Uh, so basically, I hate Hotmail or Outlook or whatever it's called. But yeah. my almost all my stuff, old stuff, is linked through that. So I have everything yeah. set to forward to my Gmail. But then it takes a little bit longer than normal oh, to get to it. Oh, yeah, you're getting so it to I'm a like, pop server. Yeah, so I'm like, why isn't this showing up? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm forwarding it from my that gotcha. other stupid account. <laughs> yeah, I, for anything Microsoft or Xbox related, I always do my Outlook account. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I, I just, it was there. It was just, I forgot to check the spam folder. Yeah. <laughs> That I confirmed, so. then it said, thank you, Shogun of Truth. I just want to throw out that that's my, that's my gamer tag, in case Rare is listening and wants to add me to some sort of <laughs> testing. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny, because like, even having gone to visit and play the game early, it's like, I don't ever just want to assume that right. I was like, going to get into it, so I'm just like, yeah, I really want to be in this. Um, Though they... they I like they do recommend to everyone to best your best bet is be active on the forums and and engage with the team on social media and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. I, I need to go to be on the Sea of Thieves forums more. Yeah. This is a lot lot to do. But I did like that they asked, "Hey, do you upload stuff to YouTube?" And I'm like, "Yes, as a matter of fact, I do a weekly Why, podcast." Actually. <laughs> and it's all about rare. <laughs> I feel like like I well, I think I was I was really I was wishing there was like a little like comment box or like why you should be considered for testing and then mm -hmm. I could like you know hey guess what I do <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there wasn't but we'll see um, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best yeah same here <laughs> um, um so a little bit about the program they they uh, yesterday they posted a. FAQ. Mm -hmm. And so. It stands for um, frequently asked questions, in case you're wondering. Yes, and indeed. Sorry, anytime we use an acronym, we should spell it out. Because <laughs> um, there's some people in the world who probably don't know that by now. And I'm sure they listen to this. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never um, know. So, we can kind of go through that, cover some things about it. I think this is a good informational show. Anyone who's kind of just listens to podcasts and hasn't really been following along this week hopefully this will help out and get them pointed in the right direction to sign up um, so basically their explanation of what the insider program is is that it's a new opportunity for gamers to get an inside look at sea of thieves they'll get email updates and surveys relating to the game's development and then every insider will be considered for access to the upcoming testing phases, which I think that's honestly what a lot of people are looking the most forward to. Um, you know, it's I signed up for the original newsletter back in you know the day mm -hmm. of three, the day the game was announced. Um, you know, and they've sent out just a handful of emails through that. You know, it's you know, I was really hoping to get more insider looks of the development. So I think mm -hmm. it's cool that they're they're doing that. Um, I think most of that's gone through their YouTube channel this way. Um, and and through the website. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, they, I think they kind of summarize what you get by signing up is just kind of a recap of that. The, the news, studio content, mm. uh, community content, and uh, you do get a a little fancy badge on the forum that says that you're an insider. Oh, so I that'll be I, I did not cool whenever that. that propagates and and gets through yeah. for those who are a part of the program. Everyone um, should go sign up for those forums. I'm signed yes. up. I posted a lot the first day, and then I got distracted. But I'll try to yeah. do more. I think it was too. It was at this point. I think as it gets closer, it's going to be get better and better, because you know. At some point when it first started, it was like, 
everyone threw out their ideas of what they wanted and then it kind of like right. died down a little bit from there right as they yeah, there's, there's for more been information a, there's been a consistent little uh not sub community but like a yeah. consistent group of people that have kept it quite alive um i i throw in my two cents every once in a while but my biggest struggle with forums is having the time to read through a thread and get caught up to where the thread is in the here right. and now versus the original you know title it's and topic because it's like my instinct is to look for a, a, a topic and then just reply to the first post yeah. with my two cents whereas that's not where the thread is at at that moment in time and yeah. people kind of just ignore you <laughs> my biggest trouble with forums is that i always forget that there's other forums besides neogaf which i read obsessively yeah <laughs> so it's like oh we're gonna talk about sea of thieves i'll go to the official sea of thieves otn neogaf and post it there or read that and then it's like oh wait yeah. there's other places to talk about things right <laughs> but yeah. yeah i mean i don't even post a whole lot a lot a lot of forums but i always you know it's Internet message forms, particularly NeoGAFs, almost become my source of information rather than going to news sites. Because as soon as a news site posts, so within like ten minutes, there'll be a thread on NeoGAF with people discussing right. it. Right. Except, instantly. yeah. What I love about there, okay, I'm not, I'm not I'm totally promoting another site completely. Is that it's so strictly moderated that it's like I can read through it without someone just like shit posting every five minutes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which I really appreciate as an adult. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, um, I will say that the Sea of Thieves forum is like super mm -hmm. positive outlook. Very yeah, nice no, it does. That, um, that's why I'm really disappointed I don't post there because anytime I've gone in there, it seems like a really good group of people. Yeah, you hardly ever see, if ever, <laughs> that I've noticed um, see any like negativity or, mm -hmm. or shit posting or anything. Like it's very much people who are excited for the game and not trolls and not people coming in mm -hmm. to like start an argument. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah. Uh, the next, <laughs> the next topic on the FAQ, which this one kind of made me laugh because it's very rare in how it's worded. Um, <laughs> but the question literally says, you mentioned upcoming testing phases in the article. Does this mean the closed beta Rare has been talking about? And then rather than say, yes, this is it. No, they just say, we're eager to get the game into players' hands as soon as possible in order to get invaluable feedback that will help us shape the game. We'll be sharing more on these soon. So in... in classic rare fashion they answered a question without answering a question <laughs> so no yes but we're not from the closed yes. beta or yeah. if this is the beginning of that yeah <laughs> to me it sounds <laughs> like not. yes but we're not going to officially say yes and guess something changes right that's exactly. what kind of i read out of it <laughs> yeah no i and i think it's safe to say that that's yeah. exactly what this is and even even if it's not what they originally originally mm -hmm. had in mind or if this has changed because of um my, my personal guess here is that so the Xbox Insider program just launched um, which used to be just the Xbox preview program but uh, Microsoft and, then, and that was reworked to be more similar to the Windows Insider program so I, I think they're they're basing it if not just an idea mm -hmm. um, off that but maybe actually the underlying infrastructure on how it um, how it works, how they can push builds and stuff, if it's all in the same like technology backbone. My guess is it's kind of related to that, and it might have slightly changed their original plans, but I, I really don't know. Um, hmm. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they didn't... They, they put a question in the FAQ that they didn't explicitly answer. <laughs> 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 Sounds like laugh. rare. Who, yep. who, who wrote this FAQ? Is uh, it Bobby? Bobby. Bobby, yeah. Bobby Deathbeard? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> um... Let's see. Uh, does this announce mean that players will be getting access to Sea of Thieves soon? And, of course, You don't again, have any dates. Yeah. We don't have any dates to share around testing phases. Um, you know, and that's that's to be expected. I think with any project, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, but especially software development, it's like you can set a date all you want, but, like, if you don't have it working how you want it, you're mm -hmm. just going to push it back. So what's the point? Like, yeah, I'm sure they have a date in mind internally. I'm sure they've had a date in mind all yeah. along, like, you know, before the end of the year or by Christmas or whatever. But, you know, if you don't have it running how you want it running, like, then that date literally is just right. nothing. But, you know, I, mean, I feel it's got to be fairly close if they're starting this because this is, seems to me like the groundwork that's going to lay, that's being mm -hmm. laid down to choose yeah, I, which people would... to let into it. 
like to be optimistic and think it's just a couple of weeks, you know, like mm-hmm. this is to get the pool and, and go through, you know, filter through some people, like get the, uh, I don't know if demographics the right word, but you know, the, the cross section of players that you want mm-hmm. into the, you know, ready to go and then have it just ready to quote unquote, push the button and deploy the, mm-hmm. deploy the build. You know. Throw the switch. Yeah. The beta switch. <laughs> So hopefully, yeah, hopefully soon. I, I, I think worst case, you know, January. Right. Um, I, I'm really hoping for something in December. Yeah, I, I really, really want it to come out um, by Christmas, or yep. or at least I the pay, the beta period to sort of be the Christmas period. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. I'm thinking you've got a lot of people with a lot of time off. Yes, like me, which and, is why I want it then. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the flip side of that, yeah, you're going to have people with family and not going to have time to do it, but you're going to have so many, especially gamers, it seems like, that love to do this kind of stuff, you know, and, and Twitch streamers and, and people like that are going to be more likely to push extra content during the holidays because of... Again, knowing that their audience has more time, and and I think it'd be great. So we'll keep our fingers yeah. crossed that everything works it'd, out. For it'd be them. a nice little Christmas gift from Rare. Like, uh, hey guys, guess what you get to do? Yeah. You get to play Sea of Thieves. Yeah, remember how last Christmas we let you see Project Dream for the first time? <laughs> this Christmas you get to see the reincarnate of it. <laughs> and play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. How do I sign up? We already went over that. Mm-hmm. Do I need an Xbox account? Yeah, so if you don't already have an Xbox account, um, you just have to basically make either your Microsoft account into one, or if you literally don't have a Microsoft account, then you just yeah. need to create a new one, and it's really easy. Yeah, <laughs> if you already have a Microsoft account, account, it's like one or two clicks, I think. Right. Yeah. Basically, sign me up and enter a gamer tag. You, you, you pretty much already have one. You just need to go into the Xbox either online set settings and just, you know, set the gamer tag and a few things. <laughs> yep. If you have a Microsoft account, you pretty much have an Xbox account. And if you're, if in 2016, you've never signed up for a Microsoft account, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to this show, I would also be surprised, but you never know. <laughs> you could have some of those fans that are mm-hmm. still on the bandwagon of yeah. Microsoft is bad. Would be sad. Someone who now. only has uh, N64 and still uses an at AOL email address and, uh, and <laughs> dial up internet. You know, <laughs> refusing happen. to go forward from the 90s. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next, if I sign up, am I guaranteed access to the Sea of Thieves tests, such as the closed beta rare, as I mentioned? So they're referring to it as one of the tests. That's interesting. Uh, It says, no, signing up for the Insider Program does not necessarily mean you'll be selected for any of our testing phases. However, signing up for the Insider Program does make you eligible to be selected. So that's interesting. Um, And and it makes sense. Like, obviously, they've got a a limited amount of bandwidth and server space that, you know, that they can use and or need to analyze for these tests. So, yeah, not everybody's going to be into it, but... Um, it'll be curious to see how they do the phases of the testing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that the first phase is the closed beta. You know, it's going to be a select few, essentially invitation only. Like, not, I mean, obviously, this is you're signing up, so it's not invitation only, but the people that will do that first test will probably mm-hmm. be handpicked. Maybe the more active people from the forums, maybe the more active people from. Hopefully they're fan sites, eh? wink, wink, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so, you know, and that would make sense to kind of have that as the first outside of Microsoft group of people and then uh, slowly add from there as a closed beta. And then, you know, maybe down the road and it may be not till next summer, but, you know, six months down the road that they can open it as a as a full open beta you know who knows or maybe they maybe they won't do an open beta for it because mm-hmm. you know i don't know what do, what do you think would be i i think eventually they'll probably go to open beta but yeah i think i, I think be a they process. will too. I, I think it's gonna be like you know <clears throat> they, they start with the smallest amount of people and keep widening that pool and maybe once they have like a date and you know Maybe they could have, oh, hey, beta for, you know, get the beta for pre-order. 
and then that'll be sort of the more open form, and then maybe a yeah. few weeks before that, then everyone gets to do it, you know? I think that that's, I think that's what they're going to do. Because they're uh, probably going like, to want to increase the stress on the servers more and more leading up to launch, just to make mm-hmm. sure everything's working. So I'd imagine that probably, yeah. at least the month leading up to it, at the very latest, it'd probably be a full-on open beta for anyone to join. Yeah. I And based on, like, remarks I've made on the show before, how I think that they might do it akin to how the Minecraft launch went or, you know, similar to that. I think that that makes perfect sense because that's actually essentially how that launch went without it being so technically called, I mm-hmm. guess. Like it was, they had version point, I don't know, point, we'll call it point nine out and anybody could, could buy it or, or play it, you know, and it was then when version one was ready to launch, like it just, you know, the server stress wasn't as bad. Everything else wasn't as bad. It was just, this is our quote unquote feature complete launch title. And, you know, and then they just kept adding after that. So it's, you know, I don't even know what version Minecraft is on now. But I have it's, no idea. <laughs> it has so many releases and it's awesome, you know. And I, and I, I know that that's what Rare is targeting is that type of react to fan requests, react to what's popular mm-hmm. in the game, react to trends in gaming in general, you know, and they've set up their builds that they can do that so easily. Um, they talk about, uh, I think in one of the older inside stories or, or short hauls, they talk about, um, I think it was one of those, maybe it was something else, but they, I know they've, they've gone on record talking about how they've, uh, maybe it was just an E3 interview, but they put out basically a new build almost daily, you know, and, and a new bigger build like weekly, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's cool that the infrastructure is set up for that and that they can test and iterate and do all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just speaking of the unreal build, not let alone the, uh, the unity build is, um, I, I think I assume it's just compiled multiple times a day whenever they get, yeah working i, I think really it's the know. wonder of modern technology that you can, that's actually something you can do right no i know it, it's it's mind-blowing like it was mind-blowing to me when you and i were kind of taking a unity class online which mm-hmm. we should resume that we should. um <laughs> <laughs> but like you can literally and it's just thinking back to the old days like my earliest days of programming like you can literally run unity in like a preview window and it essentially is like compiling in a matter of seconds and then rendering on the fly straight from like the game environment, like the development environment. Mm-hmm. It's just like the fact that modern game engines can do that in such a short amount of time, yeah. you know, so, just seconds. I don't, wouldn't say it was every engine. Cause I hear there's still some pretty ancient oh, stuff. I'm sure it's not, like yeah. apparently um, Bungie's <laughs> engine that's actually used for destiny. I was saying it's like mm-hmm. supposedly so archaic that they have to like, they basically make changes have to hit build before they leave and then wait uh-huh. all night for it to build before they can even test, make sure what they did didn't break anything in the morning. Interesting. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, because it's, yeah, it's supposedly not very well optimized, and that's why uh, it's been blamed on one of bad. the... Why it takes so much so long for anything to change in Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it their own proprietary engine? Or I believe they, so. I believe it's yeah. just based off of the same engine they've been making since Halo 1, I think. Okay, yeah. Just as far as I know. That. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that for certain. I'd have to look more into that. But I remember reading an interesting article about like ex Bungie employees like complaining about what a nightmare it was to design Destiny because of the yeah. tools were so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. I think you know it's it's interesting. Modern Rare using middleware mm-hmm. using you know right. shared engines. Um, it's great. I you know it's like why limit yourselves like yeah you can push the technology a little bit further if you've got your own engine and you know but then you're wasting so much more time Mm -hmm. and and resources on that that you know in this day and age i wouldn't say that we've reached a plateau with that because there's there's constantly new uh, advancements in engines but like they've tweaked the heck out of unreal to to make it Mm -hmm. do the things it's doing with water um which they've talked about you know so it's not like they're just using middleware and, and just taking it yeah. at face value. Like they've tweaked the hell out of it and that's awesome. Basically there, to build there's it. definitely pros and cons to everything. And like middleware yeah. in the hands of a good developer, like you can practically mask that it was even used, mm-hmm. but you know, at the same time you do get like a lot of very sort of amateurish 
games turned out with middleware because it is so easy now. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, oh, yeah. look, stock assets, stock physics, everything just feels yeah. so samey as a whole bunch of other games I've ever played. I think the, the... the biggest, the biggest, um, oh, I don't know the word for it, like, tell mm-hmm. of is the built-in physics, like, mm-hmm. especially with Unity. Like, built-in Unity physics are really not very good. And it, a lot of developers obviously don't, uh, indie developers will say, who are, who are very often they're, they're artists who are just kind of doing enough coding to get by. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's a, an artist and engineer, but, like, physics is hard. And, and why waste the time right. on them if you've got adequate physics in, a, in an engine? But Unity engine physics are they're not my favorite <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree with you there and yeah, yeah i think it's definitely you know it's both good and bad because yeah in yeah. some ways like really good developers like rare can take it and craft it to something amazing in a shorter right. period of time and then sometimes it feels like as a whole it's detrimentally affected lesser groups of people yeah <laughs> yeah it's like you said it's it's there's there's a trade-off mm-hmm. and there's um and you know, i always argue that tonic and their right, their work right. with unity like yeah. it looks like they basically yeah absolutely. stripped it to its minimum and then kind of <laughs> did their own thing on top of it like it doesn't look like unity but then in in the toy box they left the unity physics for some of those objects like mm-hmm. some of just like the the balls that are in the yep, environment yep. And they just felt so out of place yeah. and so weird. <laughs> I wasn't a fan like, of them. I'm hoping yeah. they tweak that a little bit. But yeah, but obviously, definitely, definitely a, a, a good thing. But I will say, speaking for Nintendo, there is something about their proprietary stuff that makes it oh, yeah. feel completely magical because it feels so much different than anything else on the market. And I do appreciate right, and that's that as well. Exactly it. The the physics of mm-hmm. all of their games, the the tweaks, the environmental so, effects, like they they do it better than so many, and it's you know, though, they've got um, a huge your, software house set up just for that. So mm-hmm. yeah, did you hear that Super Mario Run is going to be running on the Unity engine? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know, isn't it? <laughs> but <laughs> at least for their mobile development, so maybe Nintendo is yeah. the future of embracing middleware now too. At least for some of their smaller stuff. Yeah, do we know? I just a real quick tangent on super mario run do we know if that was is it done by dna or you know their their mobile partner or was it done in-house and i believe it's in-house okay i believe you know again if you're if you've got the mario game yeah obviously they've they've got almost a formula or maybe they do have a formula of mario's physics so like when you've got pre-existing like we've perfected the physics of new super mario brothers because that's what it is mm-hmm. it's got to be relatively easy for them to put those into any engine uh, i think i think uh, i imagine a lot of the reason is is that you know developing for smartphones is not really something they're particularly familiar with right and, and was, especially if you've got unity which is cross-platform yeah super easy it's probably yeah. a lot easier for them just to like you know go with something like unity that with tons of documentation that they could easily put on well i mean right now it's going to be iphone only for a little bit, but I'm sure it's going to go to Android too. They did say Android by like January, so it's not. I mean, it's just a month, I think. Yeah, maybe it's two. Just, you know, once you're dealing with Android, you suddenly have like thousands of different devices as opposed to like specs, ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably that's, less that's than, true. Yeah, so and it leaves the window open things. for putting it on Windows Phone, yeah. anything else that may need it. I, I I don't see them doing that, but yeah, yeah. Well, there's just one thing to say for iPhone, and probably one of the reasons I'm actually switching is that games the yeah. work better. I've tried. I actually tried to uh, test out a few like uh, old RPGs, like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy and stuff for Android. Mm-hmm. They all either don't work right or crash because of different Android compatibilities. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too bad because I liked that I could plug in my Xbox controller yeah. via USB into my Android, but like. Yeah, it's this the, yeah, it's really hard to make games work perfectly when you have thousands of different hardware conf- configurations mm-hmm. and different things overlaid on the core Android by different uh, right. developers. And it's I mean it's similar to the Windows gaming environment. Yeah, 
that one's just a little little longer established, but yeah. Uh, yeah, same, I, w- same I would problem. put it a little bit a little bit different than Windows because everyone's still running the same operating system. And whereas, well, whereas cell phone makers, well, for the most part, whereas almost every single uh, smart Android smartphone manufacturer is putting uh, their own additional layer. Oh, on I top see. Of the core Android. I get you. So it's, it's more like the Linux yeah. variations, variants. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit more because I mean that's what it is really at its core is Linux. Yeah, it's, it is. It's exactly. a lot more similar to to Linux, and Linux runs that's into true. some of the same things where <laughs> you try to play a game, get a game working on one version, you might not be able to get it working on the other. Mm-hmm. So it's. Yeah, I think most developers who put out stuff for Linux either optimize for SteamOS or uh, yeah. was it Ubuntu. Ubuntu Linux Mint's my personal favorite. Yeah, I've only ever used uh, Ubuntu. Well, Whatever. I, is that how you say it? <laughs> Ubuntu or something. Well, Linux Mint is pretty much Ubuntu or whatever you want to call it, however you yeah. pronounce it. It's, uh, it just gets rid of the crappy user interface and makes it a little bit more the, familiar. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it sort of feels like a mix of like Windows and Mac OS. Gotcha. And, um, and yeah. it comes with pretty much every single thing you need in one install. Yeah. So it, it it just feels like a more complete user friendly software package than Ubuntu does at this point. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't honestly I haven't used it in a couple of years, maybe maybe a year and a half. Um, I used it for a little while. It was it was okay. Um, the one thing I like about it is for like you can put it on a USB stick and boot off of it in about five minutes, and yep. it's like super handy if you need to access some files that you know maybe you've crashed windows or crashed Mm -hmm. whatever but you just need to get into the os and you don't want to do it through dos like it's so much more convenient but other than that there's a lot of things you can do to windows when you're accessing a windows installation with a linux stick yeah yeah you can do whatever (laughs) you want (laughs) pretty much um and that's, that's the only time i've ever used it. i used to do a lot of computer repairs but Mm -hmm. not so much anymore yeah that's like my whole day job is Woo. fixing computers and software for a major corporation that I probably shouldn't say there. <laughs> corporation yeah. X. Yeah. Corporation X. <laughs> um, so back to our, our Sea of Thieves Insider program. Um, oh, yeah. We we're talking about that. <laughs> so the next thing they talk about here, if... Hopefully we're not boring everybody by just going down this bullet point list. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, the next one, the next topic is how can I improve my chances of being selected for future testing phases? Um, and this is kind of what I was mentioning earlier is, is what they had said was they're looking for people who can provide meaningful feedback to the development team. That's the whole point of the program. It's the whole reason that this even works is because they need to get something out of it. It's not really good to just show mm-hmm. off an unfinished product unless you're able to get some meaningful feedback on it. So um, beyond filling out the initial survey, they say the two best measurements that they have are being a strong contributor to the beta involvement in the Sea of Thieves forums. So the insiders have their own sub forum and and there is a feedback place probably within that and then even just in the main forum. And then a completion of the surveys that they send out uh, probably through email. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say get active doing both of those things and uh, that should probably help your chances if you're trying to get into this. Yep. And surveys are fun. When, surveys especially are when, fun. <laughs> when, when they're about things you're interested in. Tell them how you, much you love them. You literally can help shape the future of mm-hmm. this game and that is something unheard of in yeah. rare games so we have it's so exciting yes unite and all that stuff (laughs) um shoot i'd I'd lost what bullet point we were on Uh, Uh, next one is what's the difference between the insider program and upcoming testing programs uh, so the Insider program is available to everyone designed to bring you closer to the development with exclusive content, surveys, and the opportunity to be invited. See if these testing phases describe any period in which they grant access to the game early. So this kind of tells us that they're not just going to put out, let's say, a build. Um, mm-hmm. 
and then you're just going to have it and have access to it and be able to play it from now until the next one. Like, it looks like they're going to be doing them over timed periods so that they can kind of measure the metrics and, and stuff like that. And so it's, uh, it's interesting. So the testing program is just part of the insider program, I guess, mm -hmm. is what they're saying here. Right. Yep. <clears throat> and even says at the end, for this phase, we will be choosing participants from our insider pool. Yep. So I think it sounds basically what I was saying before, where it becomes like, you know, insider pool will probably be the first people, and then they'll probably expand it from there. Yeah. So. I'd imagine everybody still has to go through the insider program, though. I, it'd be interesting to see. It'd be interesting to see if they do it well, more like the Titanfall one, where right it just now. goes up for a weekend, and then every, anybody who goes to the store can just download it. Yeah. I think that'll be the last one, like the last, like the biggest. Yeah, the, the I big, think that would make a lot of sense. Like, I wouldn't be and surprised if they do sort of a non-insider, more easy-to-access sign-up, like a pre-order bonus or something, mm -hmm. but still okay, requires, yeah. like, you doing something. That way you get, like, that, all the people yeah. who are really interested but might not be as active to know about something like the insider program, you know? Yeah. And, and that, from that there you down. can go to the whole, every single person who wants to download it in this weekend can play. Right. And I was, what I was going to say is that, that, that probably falls within mm -hmm. the marketing for the launch. Right. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, it, it works at that point. It works like a, a demo, like the old days and letting people kind of have a, a taste of it easily is mm -hmm. a, really good way to get people to buy it i think and and in this day and age where they have so much control over those kind of things where they can yeah. have expiration dates on <laughs> on downloads like no, that they, that's one of those things where you got to be careful too because there's actually some uh statistics that suggest that i think one of the reasons we don't have a lot of demos and betas sometimes is that there's actually some statistics that suggest that they can theoretically hurt your launch yeah and i, I think I, that's, that's actually what study. happened with uh a lot of people are saying that happened with titanfall too do you think, think so? Poorly. Oh, um, because it because well, yeah. they showed off like a small fraction of it, and, and it was people really did bad not fraction of it. people did not enjoy the levels. And actually, yeah. I'm reading a lot of people who didn't like the beta who ended up getting it. I was like, oh man, I nearly didn't buy it because I didn't like the beta, but this was really good. Right, it's reviewed very well, but I hated the beta. So yeah, I, interesting. I um, did enjoy the beta, but and I haven't managed to get the game yet. <laughs> yeah, but I, I get the feeling that you know that could have been a case mm -hmm, where totally. the beta. Totally. I think if they put out the full game and, mm -hmm. and give you, I don't know, six hours of it or something, or maybe three hours, yeah, six, I don't know, enough time to play with it or, or just, you know, a 48-hour period where you can play as much as you want. Right. I think that that would be a cool way to do it. And I think that that gives people a really good window into it. It's, it's like those free play weekends. Um, the best example for me personally is the Rocket League one. Mm -hmm. Like I played that over the free play weekend and ended up buying it because I loved it so much. Right. Like, And I think that they've done that with several other games since then, and I think that those have worked out very well. Yeah. Um, I think it depends. Sea of Thieves, something like Sea of Thieves, where everyone just immediately loves it who plays it and it's so different, I think right. absolutely that's the... Get that into people's hands as much as you can, mm -hmm. as early as you can. I think people will, will, will bite, you know? Certain other games where that may need like a little bit more time to stew, like you mm -hmm. need to play this more. Like I, f I was negatively affected by the original Uncharted demo, and it's not one of my favorite game series. Interesting. I did not okay. enjoy the demo at all. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this isn't that fun. And then sometimes just games you need, you can't just be plopped in the middle of a random level. Yeah, demos. Out of context. Yeah. So I think they have it. You got to be careful with it. You got to do it right. If you do it wrong, then you can give a bad impression of what your game actually is and yeah. turn people off to it. And there's some yeah. games too that just require you, to, like RPGs, for example, that they're designed for you to play long periods of time. Mm -hmm. A 15 minute demo is not going to be fun. It's never going <laughs> to give you what you need to know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But in yeah, this I'm case, though, perfect for it. Yeah. And, and yeah, the demo scene is a, like you said, it's kind of changed over the last few years and there's not a whole lot of demos because, yeah, if you don't have a good demo, if you can't show off enough of the game or mm. control it, if you, on the flip side, if you put too much content into it, if it's a single player game, for example, and you put in a full level, like some people 
may just say, well, you know what? I've had enough fun playing this level, and I don't really need to get the rest of the game. I got right. my fix, and I, <laughs> there's too many other games to play anyway. Like, for me as a kid, like, I, I had the Medal of Honor Allied Assault demo, and I loved that demo so much, and it was a long level. I don't know if you ever played that one, but... I did not. I didn't buy the game for, like, six years, because I was like, you know what? I'm good with this demo, blah, 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 and I played mm-hmm. it, and I played other That's... games. That's how you know. I was with uh, Quake 2. Yeah. Um, because I believe you could actually download some like additional levels or something, or do, you mm-hmm. could download like the, there's a way to get to like download like the retail patch, and it would add a few like levels added on later or something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember how it was, but I remember literally there were just lobbies upon lobbies of people on MSN who were just playing the demo. Yeah. And I just played that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and I think the same thing at probably came out about the same time was the first ghost recon game yeah same thing like they had three different um game modes in one big demo level and (laughs) you know it played out differently enough each time that i was like i don't need to buy the game i can just set up different scenarios and put different difficulties and you could choose different squad mates and it made the game different enough that i didn't feel i needed to buy the game until years and years later when it was in the bargain bin so yeah, yeah it's i don't think that really happens very much anymore though. no i don't think really it does but it's an interesting demo. side i think a lot of it was on pc too it was especially because yeah. demos were really easy to obtain on pc right like, i know back in the day like i had so many demos i would download and it, and it was such a big deal to download a demo there because of, because of dialogue right yeah and, you yeah, know you like would do it overnight or hours and hours yeah. like sometimes a day or two to download like mm-hmm. a single demo so it was i think you almost had to give people content then because if it was really short people would get angry <laughs> right <that's laughs> like true. you know how long i spent downloading that and that's all that was in the demo yeah I'm trying to think what demos i got that made me buy games like i think the soul Calibur 2 demo for the gamecube um because there was a gamecube mm-hmm. preview disc that came out mid midlife um it had Soul Calibur 2, it had Sonic Heroes and a couple others. Mm. And I remember that demo disc, because there wasn't a lot of demo discs for the GameCube like there was like on the Xbox and the PlayStation. Um, and I obviously didn't have the PlayStation or the Xbox, so that one demo disc, though, I think I uh, had Beautiful Joe on it. Like I think I bought almost every game from that demo disc because it was they mm. were all really good demos. Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg is the only one I didn't get that I wanted. Um, which I've heard it's a fun game. It's made by Sonic Team. Oh, um, I, I'm not that familiar with it. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a, a little platformer. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's my positive with demos. Those those demos were all done very well. Um, <laughs> they were just short enough that I wanted more, and just long enough that I felt like I got a good experience of the game and wanted mm-hmm. more. So, right. Anyway, now that we've gone into our full philosophy on demos mm-hmm. and betas, <laughs> I, I I do think. One more final thing: the the, mm-hmm. the free the free play weekend thing might actually be the way to go. Yeah, I think it's. I honestly because, think it's the best way right now. Yeah, um, so I've had a lot of. I don't know if I should admit this on air, but <laughs> I used when I had less money, I I used to download PC games, not quite mm. legally. Yeah. And off that was usually the way that got me to buy them. Right. I, Believe I, it or not, I, I did that with StarCraft. Young, poor child, I may have done the same thing, and yeah, yeah I ended I, up buying most of the ones when, I bought. Because when I really liked something, it's like I want, I want to own this. I don't want a cracked version, right? Or anything exactly. like that. This is cool. Yep. I want it. Yep. But but the fact that there was so much there to do really gives you the full amount. You know, understand what the game is. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's actually I've probably purchased more games either from like you know official xbox full trials or Mm -hmm. you know things i may have done when i was poor but Mm -hmm. then ended up purchasing then uh you know then just like little standard demos which is strange yeah and don't pirate Uh, games it's bad for the industry yeah no don't don't do that that's why we have crappy amounts of dlc and microtransactions (laughs) is because you people will buy games <laughs> uh, I want to make it clear that that's not something I do anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. I have not played a game in many, 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 nope. many, many, many years. Yeah. On the flip side, that means that I've been very disciplined, and I'm still can't afford to buy all the games I want, which just kills me. <laughs> yeah. But I, I wait until I can. 
And that's yep. what you all should do too. <laughs> all right, back to our FAQ. Do you want to take the next one? Um, or do you want me to? That's the okay. okay. Eighteen to sign up. Nope, nope. Okay, yep. I have to make sure I was where I was. You? Why do I need to be eighteen plus to sign up? There are a couple of reasons for this. If insiders are selected to take part in one of the upcoming test phase, they'll be required to sign a non-disclosure agreement so that they don't publicly share information on the game. This NDA will also cover any exclusive information that all insiders will learn through our email updates. As an NDA is essentially a contract, there's a legal requirement for a person signing to be 18 years old or over. So this carries through to the insider program as a whole. So, yeah, this one is really interesting to me because the fact that they're going to do an NDA for all of these insiders and um, it's interesting to me that, that they're going to take that much time and effort. And I, maybe they just have to because it's still pre-production and it's to, mm -hmm. to, to safeguard them. But, you know, like part of my visit to Rare was a really big NDA, but there was a lot more at stake there. You know, it was... Mm -hmm the game hadn't even been given any uh, details beyond its first trailer at that point. You know, at this point, I can't imagine there's going to be very much in the beta the phases, the testing phases, that hasn't been shown off through yeah. YouTube and social I, media. I think it's interesting this NDA covers the email updates, too. Yeah, it's that's crazy. true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's that's not even just the game. It's not even just going to be the testing build. This is... You know, it's it's really weird. I, don't, I can't think of any time like non-disclosure information has been sent through like emails to like a subscriber list like this. Yeah, I I'm. It's curious to see how this is gonna play yeah, out because like if IGN's press has signed up yeah. as an insider, they're gonna have to sign the NDA too, and then it's like, well, anybody so, can be an insider and should receive those emails, but then you can't talk about it, and you can't post about it on forums and stuff. Like I'm, I'm guessing, that's I'm, I imagine once move. they start sending out these emails, they'll probably send us an NDA beforehand. Before yeah, and I'm curious out. how the digital signature is going to work for that, because they're not going to have everybody print them out and fax them. Like, right. <laughs> essentially, like, for the one that I did for the visit, it was I had to print it out, sign it, scan it, and send it back. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they could process that much stuff. It's going to have to be a digital click-and-accept thing, but... Yeah, in and my opinion, I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, unless there is actually a selection process for the email updates too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like maybe not everyone's going to get the exclusive information in the emails. Maybe right. some, maybe the majority of people will just go to the standard emailing list, and then like a select amount will people who that, do the that surveys. they yeah. yeah that they think will could be potential for the testing pool will get emails with nd8 information in them and then from that greater pool they could start picking people to put out into different phases of uh, testing betas yeah and i think they know but it's just i mm -hmm. i don't want this to come back and bite them in the ass of you know somebody saying something that they don't realize because these aren't right. these aren't industry experts these aren't people that are used to dealing with ndas right. somebody's going to slip up somebody's going to put something out there and i know that they're very cautious about what they are going to disclose but on the flip side I, they, I hope they're not going to like freak out or overreact if somebody slips because you don't you don't want that PR nightmare of somebody who's a big fan and proponent of your your product kind of getting the the backhand of the big old Microsoft so right. I think th I think this is just to cover their ass and, and maybe for some bigger stuff I, I really don't think it's going to be a huge deal right. and I, I i hope that it's not going to be a huge deal i think a lot what it is is that they're probably some of this exclusive information is not going to be finalized and probably a lot of it mm -hmm. is going to be receiving feedback on this stuff so they don't really want it to get out to the gaming press yeah. because it might be something that's going to be immediately discarded if if all the insiders that are part of <clears> receiving <throat> these emails say hey that's a bad idea then they're like oh okay no yeah. one likes this so let's scrap it and then you know if someone just like you sent that email to IGN and they published it, then mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of, uh, you know, makes makes the game look bad, even though it's been discarded already. Right, yeah, and that's true. And, you know, I, I part of it maybe is just that you, you want there to be a reason to be in the Insider program. Like, mm -hmm. if it all goes out through 
everyone else, quote unquote, the internet, which unfortunately is what's going to happen, but hopefully, you know, this will deter it and it will be special to be an insider. <coughs> yep. So, yeah. So, the next one asks if the requirement for an Xbox Live account means that we'll be Xbox only. No, it means that Microsoft uses the Xbox account as an overarching term for both Windows 10 and Xbox One, and that they will be doing the tests on Windows 10 as well. And that's that's actually pretty exciting, too, because I've got a really low-spec machine. I would love to see what it can do. Um, in the meantime, I'm trying to save up for a new video card. <laughs> I, it's, I don't have a low-spec machine. I have a low-spec video card. I have a integrated Intel video card. <laughs> but Aww. the machine itself is a Core i7 5th gen, maybe? Pretty pretty fast. And bad. 16 gigs of RAM. So, like, the system itself is fine. <laughs> I just need a video card. Yeah. Yeah, you can usually get a decent one comparable to the... Like, I got one comparable to what's in the Xbox for, like, I think less than 200 bucks. Yeah. So That's what I was thinking, but then it's like, well, if I'm going to spend 200 bucks, like an Xbox One at this point is 250 The only reason I, I, for me personally, the only reason I want to be able to play on my PC is so that Mandy and I can play mm-hmm. together. This was even something that Joe and I, Joe Neat and I talked about when we were at Rare, you know, because I was like, oh, Mandy and I really want to play this together, and he's like, we have a Windows 10 PC, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, there you go. You can play on yours and on the PC, and she can play on the Xbox. I was like, okay, that works. But then I was like, oh, crap, what if my computer can't run it? <laughs> you know, and if I'm going to drop 200 bucks on a video card, I could just drop 250 and get another Xbox for the bedroom right. and then solve that I mean, problem. I I don't know. if you think about it, too, um, with the Xbox One S and the Scorpio, the original fat model, mm-hmm. secondhand is probably going to drop in price even more. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, if I get a, if I get a, like a refurbed OG, <laughs> OG Xbox One, not an OG. God, it's they they screwed know, up so the confusing. name of this damn thing. It should not have been <laughs> called the Xbox One. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, because now you've got because the, the original, not the original Xbox, the 2001 Xbox has been lovingly called the OG Xbox. But now that there's an Xbox One S, now you've got an OG Xbox One. <laughs> It's just like, God damn it. <laughs> what, what, are, what are we actually referencing anymore? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we should anyway, just put a year by it. The Xbox the 2013. 2013. Yeah, Xbox 2013. Uh, those have got to be super cheap now if you get like a reserved yeah. one. So, yeah, I might just do that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, More people in the Sea of Thieves, the better, man. What I don't know, I may not be able to share my Xbox Live Gold over two consoles at the same time. So it oh. may actually. I may just need to do it over PC. Actually, no. I think you. I think you can as long as you sign in with your account. I'm not sure. Oh, I don't actually, know. Actually, no, no, no. I think you set your home console with your, like, my main my main account, my gold account. I'll set my home console, and then Mandy can sign into that one, and I can yeah, sign out of yeah, it. And then if I sign work. in to my account on a quote unquote guest console, so my second console, I think then it'll let me do it. I don't know. <laughs> I have a friend who has an Xbox. I can actually... Um, we're going up there next weekend, so I might... Uh, <laughs> I might just try that. <laughs> Take my Xbox with me. Right. Good times, good times. Account management. Um, one more thing on our FAQ list here. And... It is... If I've signed up and haven't received my verification email. So that was something we talked about right at the top of the show. Um... Basically, you can go to the Sea of Thieves website. If you go to seaofthieves.com slash profile, it will actually tell you if you're verified in the Insider program, and you can actually edit your email and resend your confirmation there. So if anybody have, has signed up in this time that you've been listening to this and you haven't got that email, you can go seaofthieves.com slash profile and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully get that sorted if it didn't work. So... So yeah, that's what we know about the Insider program. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yep. It's exciting stuff. I'm excited. It really is. Like I, I was super excited. I felt like, you know, it had been a little while since we'd gotten a new big breakthrough, um, and it was it was cool to just have. And and it seemed like the gaming press was excited about it, and the social media as a whole. Everybody was posting about it, and 
Got a lot yeah. of articles from big news sites covering it, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I've been so excited just to like play it with you guys online and everything. Like, I think it's going to be so much fun playing oh. it with friends and yeah, being pirates and getting into shenanigans. Yeah, I've been dying to play it with you guys since <laughs> since May. <laughs> and we're going to have to actually start setting aside a regular time when we all have uh, time together to yeah to play. Well, we can do it. Yeah, we shall we'll sail together. <laughs> and conquer the world yes because yes, we will the real world is crap and it's better the fake world with pirates is better that's right <laughs> <laughs> alrighty well I think that just about sums it up yep um, we will be back next week for more fun and games yes we will what will we be talking about we don't know we, don't we know may yet. throw out a Donkey Kong Country 320th anniversary show who knows yeah, we could do that or we could talk about Mr. Pants or we could talk about Mr. Pants <laughs> both valid options <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in everybody follow us on our social channels and uh, hope you all have great weeks yep enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend if you still have one <laughs> bye <laughs> right. bye bye